Welcome to this week's episode of Nitty Gritty. We have a very sweet friend. Very sweet friend. See what I did there? Yes, that was adorable. <laughs> Megan Faulkner Brown. Why the, is she so sweet, Andrew? The sweet tooth fairy. Boom. And Man, we yes, do ads. We now have treats in front of us. During the episode, we gave her a hard time for not bringing us treats, and then she showed up with. She had them all along. Yes. But do you think they were actually for someone else? For sure. Yeah, you think so? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. She's like, dang it, now I have to run back to one of my five <laughs> stores on the Wasatch Front and grab a refill. But man, once again, I mean, you always pointed out, like, she doesn't realize. Or if she does, she's really humble about it. Like right. what she's accomplished and the things that she's done are so cool. So cool. And everything led up. I mean, it was almost like Sweet sweet Tooth Fairy was inevitable. Yeah. Based on everything. But the whole Washington, D.C. detour, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Like nine years, federal job. But and so cool how story. Like family. She talks a lot about her dad and you'll hear about that and family and, you know, it's just celebrating people and making memories and you can just tell that she really enjoys and we know from personal experience from friends that she genuinely enjoys giving right and helping people out right she's heart of gold that's for sure and so she's kind of in the perfect profession yeah think about it because she she's a professional at making people happy and it sounds like she's been that way from well before you know sweet tooth fairy i mean it was kind of instilled by her parents and She's been through some tragedy and she's kind of a big deal. I want to, we needed to talk if, you know, not if, when she comes back. She already accepted an invitation. She did. But (laughs) you'll hear an episode of her and her husband when they were dating. It's kind of crazy. Like you'll hear it in the episode. I won't give it all the way now, but what their like relationship was built on over two years before they got married. Like, I don't think most people that were just quote unquote dating still. Yep. It that. goes one way or the other, yeah, right? For sure. So that had to build a pretty strong bond even before they got married. So you'll hear that in the episode. But she's, man, she has done some things. She won Cupcake Wars? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rachel Ray, Cupcake. Rachel I mean, she's Ray. been everywhere. And you'll she hear dropped. us talk about it. She doesn't talk about it. And you almost have to pull things out of her because she's just so. Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Like. <laughs> You know, that's so do you, if Thor had eaten my food, I mean, there'd be a billboard. It's like Thor's had my meat in his mouth. I mean, I would celebrate that all day long, but, (laughs) and I have to say thanks to Danny Deaton for making the introduction. That's how we got good old Deaton connected. So hope you enjoy. It's a really fun episode. Thank you for always supporting us and listening, sharing, downloading, We've been getting a ton of reviews lately, which have been We fun. have? Yeah. Oh, I want to read them. So, yeah. Super grateful for everyone. So, thank you and hope you enjoyed this episode. All right. Welcome to the Nitty Gritty. We're back. Week 91. Wait, is that right, Brent? Week 91? 91 weeks straight. I don't think I've ever done anything for 90 weeks straight. Nope. You don't have to celebrate it. Jeez. I'm not. I'm like, feeling really picked on right now. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. That to. actually wasn't meant for you. That's like together. <laughs> I understand. But it's more funny that you took it that way. Especially well, after our pre-podcast that, conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Where I was scoffed at. Scoffed. And judged. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a funny story. We'll play it at the end of the podcast. <laughs> no. We were recording it. I'm just kidding. 
So we are sitting down with someone that should be very near and dear to your heart because she creates happiness for all. For everyone. Megan Faulkner Brown. MFB. That's what I call her. A lot of people call me that, actually. Wait, do they really? Yeah. It's good initials. Anna. Anna's like one of my bestest friends. And she called me MFB. Before I forget, this is the Sweet Tooth Fairy. This is the one we need to we need to add a plot like we need to get some sound effects to the podcast <laughs> oh my like that should be a standing ovation like oh my gosh like right there her. no bull <laughs> this <laughs> is partially your fault and i'm pointing at myself i'm gonna say though i don't know if i believe that it's really her because we don't have anything in front of us there- yeah that's you know here's here's why i'm not super I'm totally calling it. you out right now because tell me if you think this gets really annoying Everywhere I go, everyone's like, do you have any brisket? <laughs> and I have no, I can kick you in the nuts, though, if you want me to. You don't have any pocket meat? Yeah, yeah pocket <clears throat> meat. Like, that's an old joke. No. So, okay, well, <laughs> let me just, let, well, first of all, thank you. Yeah, welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm so happy to be here. Uh, number one. Number two, I do have treats for you. They are in my car. Oh, yeah. Chilling. While we, uh, while we, maybe that's what I'll do. I'll start leaving brisket in my (laughs) car. If somebody says, I'm like, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'll get you some. Okay. I put it in there on Monday last week, but, (laughs) but it's been a nice 37 degrees outside. So it should be fine. Refrigerator. (laughs) Well, welcome. Yeah. We're excited to have you here. I'm excited to be here. And I have to say, I, I don't get sick of it because it's like my love language. It is. (sighs) Well, Maybe I need to look at it differently then. It is. I mean, here's the thing: it's way easier to carry a uh, cake or a cupcake or a cookie <laughs> yes. than I, maybe. <laughs> it's a little cuter. But it's such too. a dry like, climate; it's got to be tough on your product as well, right? It's a it's a dry heat. It's a hard. <laughs> it's a dry heat. It's not bad. It's a dry not heat. Bad. Oh my gosh! Um, so yeah, anyway. yeah. It just yeah. seems like such a like you don't know how to be social, so you just ask me that. You know what I mean? Just say what's up. My name is whatever, and I love Bam Bams or something. Yeah. Anyway, maybe it's maybe I get mad because I feel like I let someone down. I'm like, well, Could- no, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I think. I think. Um, I've just like always been wired that way because right. my mom was like obsessive. What we talked about before with our dear EJ and her like, (laughs) no, but I'm saying like, she's from the time I was a little girl, right? It was like, you know, humans have like just needs that need to be taken care of. Feeding people need to eat. And so like a way for me to show you, I love you is that I feed you and feed the neighborhood and the friends and all the people who come over. So like, it's just like, it's part of my DNA. So your mom was like the hostess of the neighborhood? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we grew up. I grew up in Costa Mesa. Oh you know yeah, what talking about yeah. See, we know it's going to be a good episode when there's like a thirty minute pre podcast <laughs> discussion. Yeah, and they're all things that are off the record. Yeah, everything's yes. off the right? record. If but only I, you knew the real me. People. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. I do like to say I was born in Inglewood because I was. Oh okay. So that's where no I get deal. my little. Like, no wonder you and E are such good friends. Yes, where Inglewood. My- <laughs> that's a hood. Well, now it's being gentrified. Yeah. Yeah. Hard, but I scored my very what, first hockey goal in organized hockey in the Great Western Forum. I love it, in and the fact that it was still called the Great Western. Well, hold on, Forum. Right. back then, Amen. You re- did you really play hockey? I did before I was fat. Is that real though? Yeah, 
<laughs> we almost have to tell the story now. <laughs> we have to backstory on that. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Okay. She's a, well, He's a phenomenal hockey player. I'm very graceful. <laughs> no, when she asked me if I had played hockey because we have a mutual acquaintance that plays hockey. She's like, "Did you play hockey?" No, I or, said, no, no, did no, you she play at BYU? Did you play football at BYU? No, she said, "Did you play it?" Did you, Did you play, play at BYU? BYU? Well, that's a very general question. It is general. Because and I answered with hockey, and she just laughed like, <laughs> like "You're so funny." What? Like, wait, what did you like? Really a play? hard laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of just like I might have snorted. Even it's like uh, <laughs> ice skates on you. No, uh, it, might, it had to be rugby or <laughs> no. football. No, and and then in fairness to uh, my question, as it unraveled, I have a deep seated love for hockey, uh-huh. and I was exposed to it quite a bit growing up. So she, there she, you go. She did date briefly, very briefly, one of my teammates from when I played. Yeah, yeah. And now he's a doctor of the fake team. <laughs> yeah, of our fake team that wasn't really BYU. I mean, it's kind of true. When I played, it wasn't BYU. It was the Provo Ice Cats. But anyway. Oh, so fun. So, so growing fun. up, anyway, so your mom yeah. was, did I'll she? I'll just be over here. <laughs> was it hosting, like cooking anything or is it specifically baking? Like, so, like growing up, was it just all around you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm the youngest of five kids and my, so, and up until I was a freshman in high school, my mom didn't work. And so, um, so it was a very like traditional, right? Like. My dad was an entrepreneur, did, you know, all the fun, crazy entrepreneurial things. But like, it was like every day there was a warm, delicious dinner. She's a hyper planner, very organized. So like, so yeah, so I just grew up like in the kitchen with her. And I think as the youngest, for those of us who have children, right? Like by the time the youngest rolls around, you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. You're tired. Right? You're just like, let you're them tired. do whatever they want. You're just like, as long as you're still breathing, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. whatever, like great. Totally true. <clears throat> you know? So, um, so yeah. So like I, but, but then, but then coupled with the, <clears throat> excuse me, coupled with this like mind frame of, which I, I subscribe to of like, um, we need to take care and make sure that like our people and our husbands and our brothers and like they're, they're fed. She would never say this, but it's like, because they kind of can't do it themselves. That's also really right? true. Right? I mean, I can cook some things now, <laughs> Yeah, but yes, but, I mean, you're right. Right. So it was a very kind of like traditional mindset right. growing up. Like, you know, and I, I say old school and I don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. I'm like some days as an entrepreneur and as like a bakery owner, right. Where you're like, if I could just stay home and the husband right. could go to work and, and I don't say that to like diss on anyone who has that set up. Cause that's literally amazing. For but sure. I, so there was just this very traditional, just kind of like, right. So it was very food centric. Isn't it very sad that we, you feel like you have to explain all that. Yeah. I absolutely. hate how things are now. We can't just like say something and not worry about. Well, yeah. Things yeah. were different, but it's yeah. just, but things, it works things yeah. evolve and it, change yeah. it does and it still does work right and yeah and it's just different for right. for everyone but um but yeah so i so like my brothers played you know sports and like after their games their teams would come over and i'd be in the kitchen like making cookies no and way. yeah just always like trying to to like make people feel welcome and we you know 
back home. It's not like they're Woolies where we were. Um, we, it was like a three bedroom, fourteen hundred square foot home that, Isn't that funny? seven of now us it's lived worth $7 in. Seven million dollars. She literally just sold it for seven million. <laughs> <laughs> no, she did just move here, and your mind would be blown. Oh no, like, I know. It's 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 in it's insane. Like we think real estate's expensive here, and it has gotten expensive, but it still has nothing on no. what you can get here for. Oh yeah, compared to what you can get there is insane. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like a long drawn out answer if like it, it's just always been part of it's part of like been it's like my expression of of me I being like oh language. i care yeah. about you or like oh it's just a fun little thing that you so know you, i mean there wasn't like a necessarily a moment where it was like okay this clicked it was just that was second nature to you growing up with it totally okay totally and then my um like when did, how did you know you were good Oh, I, people kept coming back no, to the house. I just, I don't know that I've ever gotten to that point. I'm, well, based on what no. I'm reading right now, uh, <laughs> no. she's pretty damn good. No, yeah. no, I, I think, um, okay. So, so, so growing, okay, let me rewind. So mom never worked until I was like a freshman. Yeah. Oh, she worked. She, well, yes. No, I know. In a different way. Right. right. But, um, but like, so then when I was like 12 and 13 years old, I, during the summer, with my my best friend and my brother got to take his best friend and one summer my sister we went and moved to um, Mount Vernon Washington and lived on a berry That's farm. Random. Yeah. Hold on. Why Did Mount you and your siblings lived on a farm and I picked berries all summer long. Yes. Why? Because well, my dad was partners with the man who owned the berry farm. Okay. My dad was like into all sorts of all the things. So my parents were like, you're going to learn how to work, right? And so so I went and got to wear my overalls every day. (laughs) (laughs) And just from literally sunup to sundown, picked blueberries. They did have a machine that like, um, rather I picked the blueberries, the raspberries. There was, it's called a Corvan. It's like this machine that hugs the aisles of all the berries and shakes them down. So we're just like wow. up on the top plucking out like, you know, I love Lucy in the I conveyor belt. So just, anyway, I was doing that. I did that with my grandma and they never made it to the basket. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I love raspberries. So, so then like, then my, my mom and dad, my mom loved, you know, she was loved to bake when she went and started working for my uncle. Um, that's who she went and started working for when I was 14. She was an administrative assistant. He was a developer. He developed the Anaheim Hilton and Towers just oh, right wow. across from Disneyland. Okay. Yeah, he actually did the St. Regis up here too. It's wow. kind of a big deal. Dang, <laughs> anyway, that is. Okay. so my mom, naturally, like if it's someone's birthday at the office, she would bring in treats. Or if it's a holiday, she's right. bringing in treats. Well, one, um, so it was very regular. It was very often that she would bring in her stuff. Well, one time, one of like the head honchos was like, we've got to get these cookies into our, on our concierge floor, like the fancy pants floor. And so they, my mom kind of thought that they were like joking, but then he's like, no, seriously, like we would order these, we'd buy them from you. So then my dad, who was the entrepreneur in the family was just like, after my mom mentioned to it, was just like, yes, well, you know, we'll figure it out. So then we rented kitchen space in Costa Mesa wow. off hours from a bakery and we made cookie dough all into the wee hours of the night. How <laughs> and cool I, is that? And like full that circle. That is so awesome. Like, wow. So then we would sell it. We sold it to the the um, the Hilton and then the some of the school. Just the cookie dough or would you actually bake them? So 
it wasn't until we we would bake them okay. eventually, but um, but for primarily it was just the dough because then they would put it in their freezers and they could bake them fresh, and it was yeah. just better for them, like inventory system wise. And then like then that kind of fizzled and faded. Um, but we did it and it was so fun because like we would bring our friends in and back at the time, I swear, I want to say we were making like $5 under the table, <laughs> but like, <clears throat> excuse me, but like that was kind of a lot of money. Maybe right. it was like six or seven. I don't know. I mean, how old were you? 14, 15? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Back in the day. I mean, I'm only okay. 29. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, 13 years ago. Back was... in like 2008. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And things were very different. So, um, and so then, but our, all of our friends, just it was just so fun, right? Because like it, even on school nights, you know, our friends' parents would be like, okay, you're like with the Faulkners, you're scooping cookie dough, like you're not getting into trouble, you're earning money. Sure. Like we don't care that you're out till midnight, you know, right. doing this. So then, um, and then I started working at a bread bakery called the Sunflower Bakery in, um, it was in Costa Mesa. It was right on the border of Newport Beach, which is so pretty and so fun. And I did that all throughout high school, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I've always, I've, and, and even at, when I was in college, I came to BYU and like I'd go home during the holidays or the summer and I would, I would work there. At the bakery? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and so, it, so I've kind of always like done always something, yeah, something food related. Well, then I came here to school and, um, I worked at um, Pizza Factory. (laughs) 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 And I was like, I, um, yeah, I would use a derogatory term about myself, but I'm like, I just get to hang out at the salad bar. That's all I do. I just like refill, refill garbanzo beans. Like what (laughs) is happening here? And everyone's so messy and not thoughtful. And they're just, (laughs) all the fake bacon bits are just splatted everywhere. That is so funny. Um, but then, um, so I just, again, but I still was like, you know, if some, if it was someone's birthday, I was like the first one to be like, okay, tell me what you, like what your favorite cake is, right? Or if it was a holiday, we'd have parties. I lived in a house right by Kiwanis Park with a bunch of my cousins for several years. So we, you know how BYU is, right? right. It's like, there's a house that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, 74 people. That, yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Um, so we would have people over all the time, and I just like, we'd have dinner nights, dessert nights, and I just would like take it on myself to kind of just pull it all together. Not j- just because I was like, I'm so used to this. I'm so used to like helping, pre- helping prep food for a thousand, you know, million people and just like having a good variety of treats and whatnot. Um, and, you know, my old trick was. You're welcome to use it sometime, but I would go to the dollar store and I just buy a dollar box of, you know, cake mix and a dollar can of the nasty frosting that's all actually kind of good. Right. You admit it. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I just buy like the duplex cookies and I'd bake the cake and I'd frost it up and I'd like crush the cookies on the side and, you know, oh, wow. put it and it like blew people's minds. Right. I'm like, I'm into this like $3, <laughs> you know, but like, okay, cute boy. I'm trying to impress. That's not impressed, but like, I don't care. <laughs> Probably was impressed. Box anyway. cake. Yeah, I know. So, um, so yeah. So again, it's just, it's always just been like a creative outlet. It's just been something I've loved to do. And I think 
um, you know, my parents, uh, my parents are the most wonderful. They're wonderful. And I always felt very secure as a, as a kid. Cause like their relationship was, I mean, and I wouldn't have been able to articulate it this way when I was that age, but like looking back and as I've adulted here for a minute, <laughs> like they just were on the, they were always on the same team. Right. I never, I literally, and I know people will eye roll at this, but like I never ever witnessed any discord between the two of them. Um, super supportive of each other, very different people, like totally different interests. Never, they weren't like, we're going to go mountain biking together. Never, right. but like it didn't bother him. Right. It was huh. like, you do you boo, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so, but I think, I think, you know, it just reflecting upon that, I like it made for a very secure foundation in, in my home. And I, I kind of felt like, oh, well. Give you the confidence to do yeah, anything. Yeah, I can kind of do anything if I am not so lazy that I choose not to, <laughs> you know? Yep. Um. So, so anyway, so then... I am, should I just keep going? No, so <laughs> yeah. that, yeah. Is what this, I'm like, so I don't you know. you finished what... with BYU. <clears throat> I was just reading, so baking. So it's funny, like you did it because you loved it. Just right? straight up loved Which it. Which is so, yeah. I, I feel like anybody that's successful in some type of food or cuisine, like that has to be the foundation yeah. of it, right? You can't just decide what you want to yes. cook and just say, I got to go learn how to do yeah. it. But yeah. So what? After school or after you finished BYU, yeah, you did something kind of cool. So I'll, I'll let you tell it, but but <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not baking. <clears throat> no, so and it kind of happened a little bit during, but what happened was, um, so there was a semester of school where I couldn't afford tuition because um, we had to contribute. Like my parents helped where they could, you know, but sure. um, and so, but there was just a semester where it, like wasn't working right, and um, so my sister had moved to Washington DC and was working on Capitol Hill. And so she was like, just come and live with me out here, defer for a semester. We'll find something and you can just save money. Right. And I was like, okay, you know, that sounds fun. So I moved to Washington DC and I was an intern for not Bill Clinton. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Um, so I was an intern for then Congressman Chris Cannon, um, and the and the way that how did that, that happen? Yeah. So the way so what's it was total just serendipity, divine intervention, whatever you want to call it. But um, my sister knew that like okay, all these congressional offices they have these internships, but normally the college it they go there's like a whole program and they go through the like poli sci departments at different colleges, USU, um, the U, BYU. So there were like scores of these college students who were applying to have one internship in one congressional, you know, in, in his office anyway. And that year there was just like a total oversight and that whole process didn't happen. <laughs> and so, and my sister had had a colleague who was working in the office at the time and they were like, uh, a human with a heartbeat who can answer a phone, <laughs> like we'll take her. So I got this like paid, you know, internship. That's super cool. Yeah. And it just kind of like slid right in. And then for nine years, <laughs> <laughs> 
For nine years, I didn't stay an intern for nine years, but for nine years, I worked as a at, for a congressional for Chris Cannon. I was was I was a federal employee. Wow, I went back and forth between D.C. and Utah. Yeah, okay. so so when I um so like I went to BYU, deferred, came back to BYU, then I left BYU unwed. Shall I mention? <laughs> and <laughs> there you go. Scoff. There's the scoffing. And then I also had never given a talk at church, too. I felt like that was a little bit wow. of a badge of honor, having been there for a little bit. Anyway, no. So so then I went. This sounds like a fake story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so, um, so then I was done with BYU and then I but I still like because I'd had the internship Chris Chris's office was in downtown Provo in the old county courthouse so I was like this is rad so they offered me a position to work in the district office um, and it was great because I could do it through while I was still at BYU and um, and so it was a really awesome really great setup I'm still close with a lot of the people that I work with it's like a family you know and And just as a side note, it's like, I look back now and just with all the everything and just, I, I'm like, I don't know how I survived the political up and downness of being in that world for so long. Like now I like, I'm like, I, I can hardly even like function when it's, when it's like an election year, right. uh, for, not just for presidential, but like congressional every right. couple years. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. This is a lot. I was just too young and dumb to even like understand probably like anxiety, you know, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so I, it it was, it's, it's very different than, you know, doing cupcakes and cookies and cakes, but my good friend, Corey, one time, so like my mom and like I was talking about before, like if it was ever your birthday or, you know, I had like a calendar of my coworkers' birthdays which I still weirdly do with my friends right. too. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't, you know, forget this. But, um, March and then 24th. there we just, go. Just okay. So it's know. coming up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. November 14th. Oh, 42 cupcakes it. would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I brought 42 cupcakes yes. in my car chilling. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no. So like in, and on holidays and any significant, any, you know, anything I was like, okay, what can I bring or what fun new recipe can I try? You know? So I was just always bringing stuff in to the office. Well, one day he was kind of like, you should like, you should like do this. Like you should get a business license and like do this, you know? And I'm like, I didn't understand words or things. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> so, um, so he kind of like put the seed, like he's the one that kind of like planted that a little bit, you know, and I didn't really like pay much attention to it because I was like, well, I work here and this is great. And I, you know, it's, I, I love to bake and create and cook and like do those things. But I just don't think I ever in that moment foresaw like, Oh, you're right. Like I'm going to jump into this, you know, just like all it's funny how it takes somebody to like someone else to say something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you are, it's probably a lot like, you know, when I started cooking barbecue, I mean, well before the restaurant or even when I started competing and stuff, it was just probably for the exact same reason you like to do it. Just, 
I love seeing people eat the food and be stoked about it. And yeah, it just, yeah, feels good. Yeah. Well, it's like therapeutic, right? right? Where you're kind of like, I can zone out of everything and just like figure out how to make this work or how to make right. it look right or how, you know what I mean? Right. Like tweak and you don't have to deal with reality. <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> where am I going to put this sprinkle? Like I, all I'm worried about right now is this very sprinkle. <laughs> so are you making the type so. of things you make now? I mean, like for your treats because you loved it. Did you make elaborate cakes and all the fancy kind of stuff you do now? Yeah. So, okay. So yes. I mean, I, I, I would say I've, I've um, hopefully improved as a, <laughs> as a, it's like hard for me to call myself an artist. You're an artist. Absolutely. I, I swear on it. But I understand what you're saying. Imposter yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real, it's, I think, I mean, pastry chef, right? That's. Well, I mean, not like I didn't like actually go to pastry school and it's hard for me to pronounce the French one. So I. <laughs> Cordon Bleu? <laughs> yes. No, just kidding. They're, they're, they're fancy French fun little foods and stuff, but I. But baking no, it, is it, art, art. I mean, it, that's art. I, I promise it was within the last couple years where I was like, I, th I, th I, th I think I, I think that maybe I, I might maybe be, I think I'm an so artist not after the 37 <laughs> national and local TV appearances no. and <laughs> massive national awards from food network. Like, yeah, Winning maybe I'm an artist. Pretty well known show. Yeah. No, I swear. And it's yeah. No. Imposter syndrome so. is real people. We all deal with it. Yes. Every day. Maybe it keeps it's maybe it's healthy. Keeps you a little keeps humble. You a little keeps you hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a little scared. Yeah. Just healthy. Yes. So the create so the interesting thing was is that like I so I was, you know, at BYU, went to DC, came back to BYU, then wasn't married, was still working for Chris, doing all this stuff on the side. Well then I meet my now husband, Ethan. Um, and we, you know, dated and got married during all of this. So when ETH came along, I was like done at BYU, working for Chris. Like I had bought a house with my brother. Like I was just kind of at this phase in my life where, you know, I, I didn't necessarily fall into the like, I'm an old maid because I'm like 20 and <laughs> not married, you know? You'd like, you've Which, moved on. Yeah. You, you were progressing I, through. Yes. Stuff. I was just like, yeah. you know, I'm a woman. Hear me roar softly. Hear me roar. So anyway, so then I continue to work for Chris. Ethan's at school in school still. I'm, you know, helping, you know, kind of put him through school here and there. And he works up at Sundance at the Foundry Grill and, we're just like doing our thing. Well, um, he finishes school, starts working at a tech company, and um, and then my boss loses his reelection campaign in the primary election in June. Okay, so it's June. Dumb Jason. I, right? Yeah. I worked for Jason for a month. I don't know if I like it. Or not. I just read that. <laughs> I wanted to sound smart. Oh, yeah. yeah the, Jason Chaffetz. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I like transitioned his whole like team into the office, so I was I was still worked for him. But um, so so then Ethan had yet to start working at this tech company. So it was June, and how it works is you have you know till essentially December that you're. I still knew I had a yep. job till then, but I was like, oh boy, okay, like. I don't how's know this, how people handle how's this all working in that world. How's this all gonna right? be? Oh, it's. It's literally because your whole livelihood depends on 
the candidate. And it's right. And it's you know every done. other year too. Yeah. Every other right. year. You're, I mean, yes, it's every two years that the the you actually vote. Sure. But it's an on election year. It's an off election year. Right. And you're on or you're off. And when it's just, yep. I'm so glad that. Oh, I'll bet. So glad <laughs> it's not part of. Yeah. But man, if you think about it, it probably is really handy to have that stress management mm-hmm. <laughs> before ever opening a restaurant. Yes. Like, cause that's, yes. you know, it probably didn't feel as crazy to you as yeah. it does to most people yes, when they originally absolutely. jump into it. Yeah. Right. Because you're like, I've had these highs and lows and right. extremes and like, yes, I've experienced that. So we find out in June that he loses in the primary. And then, you know, I was like, I've always knew I wanted to open a store someday, right? It was like, oh, someday. And at the time we had, you know, two little, little tiny humans. Um, (laughs) They were like one and two, you know? And um, I was like, let's do it. Let's, let's, let's open a store, you know? So I still had that six month kind of grace period that all you wonderful taxpayers continue to pay, <laughs> pay me until my boss was, you know, I didn't have a job anymore. Um, and Ethan started working for the tech company. So he, you know, we had this like regular, yeah. you know, gig. Well, um, I had, you know, had no idea what I was doing. I literally I just drive around Provo, like looking for available signs stuck in, you know, windows like, oh, we could, we could rent that little place and you know do it for a little store just looking for a little storefront because up until then i would like meet people people in like obscure parking lots off the freeway like a drug deal (laughs) were you selling stuff at that time okay i'll be there at 407 with your cake like let's do this you know because i didn't want people coming to my house so you were selling stuff though yeah so i was selling stuff okay and because of my kind of connection with chris i and my affinity for like feeding and hosting and stuff, I would, you know, if he had campaign events or if, you know, if he needed stuff for donors or whatnot, like I, some, he would hire me sometimes and I would cater events for him and I would do gift baskets for, you know, so, so then I, a little bit kind of, my name was just a little kind of hovering out there. So then by the time, you know, we went to actually open, well, let me re- rewind. So then we, I just was doing it out of my house for three years before we opened this, the store, right. which by the way, that's awesome. Tomorrow, January 29th is the 12 year anniversary of our opening. Is it really? Wow. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Cool. Congratulations. Yeah, it's kind of cool, huh? It's way cool. Yeah. Well, in three years. So it's like 15 years of the sweet. I wonder story. how many cupcakes I've eaten. <laughs> 42 <laughs> no a lot more than that i used to go to the provo store all the time the one down in east bay yeah before by reams y- yep did you get you some cowboy boots too while you were there they never had big enough <laughs> <laughs> stupid stores yeah the internet saved me yeah like if i didn't have the internet i would never be able to buy clothes okay wait which time out for one second and we'll i'll go back to the story but is that a shaquille o'neal chair no. Did you know that they have? No, I did not. In fact, I hey. just bought this chair and I don't like it. My, hey, my hear other me out. big and tall one just bit the dust. My sweet brother. So my brothers are behemoths, much like yourself. <laughs> and I say that with all the love. I I say that with all the love. Right. And um and so this one and my brother Johnny works with us and 
anyway, he came back. He had run to the office depot and he was like, you guys, I, I, I know what I need in my life, you know? Dude, he's like, I went to Office Depot. There was a chair, that, like a model chair for people to sit in. And it's Shaquille O'Neal branded chair. So it's chairs for giants. <laughs> Look at that. I'm buying one right Dude, now. Dude, so we got in one chairs for Christmas. Chairs for giants. Yeah. <laughs> I think you missed your mark of marketing. <laughs> no, but no, but here's the thing. And so then I Look, just. It's her fault that there's so many giants. <laughs> If you yeah. think about it, it's very true. She contributes to that. No, so then Shaquille should write you a letter. I, I just never understood that the this is where I'm gonna get all compassionate. I just oh, never it's understood. Okay. It sucks. Where he's like, you, your head, you can never put your head anywhere. You're just like you're folded like a taco in on yourself in right. every chair that you sit in. For sure. So it's changed his life. So oh, it's big. I mean, airplanes, movie theaters, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, chairs yeah. are built for average sized people. Absolutely. Like I watch. Have you ever watched that Andre the Giant uh, documentary? No. He, everyone should watch it, whether you liked him or not. It's yeah. pretty fascinating, like yeah. what he accomplished. But homeboy had to fly commercial everywhere he went. Oh, uh, yeah. Like he used uh, to have to pee in a bucket back yeah. in the like <laughs> stewardess lounge no. for international flights. They would ha- like he couldn't walk into yeah. the bathroom. Oh my. Anyway, word. yeah. So yeah, people don't realize like if you're tall, <clears throat> it. It's hard to find somewhere to comfortably sit. Yes, now. absolutely. Okay, so then, so I didn't know what I was doing, driving around Provo looking for just places. Well, um, like, you know, now I, I, the thought of like calling an actual realtor to be like, hey, <laughs> right. Help. can you like do some, you know, demographic studies and like give me some information about that? N- none of that, just no. So anyway, so I was like, okay, we'll, just, we'll give it a try. You know, so we got into a one-year lease down in East Bay. And um, my cute grandma, Mimi, she, you know, she lent me $17,000, which was so much money. I'd never seen that big of a check before. Um, And we paid her back, you know, but, and I just would like obsessively shopping on Craigslist and KSL for all the things, all like all the kitchen supplies. Everything. Oh yeah, yeah. My friend Channing, she actually had a a bunt cake factory in Provo. I don't know if you remember wow. this Channing's bunt cake factory, and she sold me all of the majority of like our kitchen equipment. Okay, so I scored there because um, she had closed she had decided to close her store, but all the, yeah, all the display cases and the furniture and just everything. It was very like hodgepodge, you know, but it worked right. Because at the end of the day, I'm like, if I have a mixer and an oven and some ingredients, then like, you know, then I can, I can make this work. It's so funny. I remember with June pies, right? Like talking to her about moving from just cooking in your house to a real convection oven where it's like, no matter what rack I cook on, they yes. all cook evenly. Yes. Like that had to feel, I mean, it was, and I'm sure your stuff was amazing, but you probably had to watch it a lot more just because, oh, for you know, sure. the I'm, residential ovens are so yes. up and down. Yes, for sure. Well, and, and even going from like being able to use a full size sheet pan, right? you know, cause right, at right. home, you, the, you can't, like they don't, for sure. fit, you know, so it's like, I can bake so many cookies exactly. the name at come the from? same time. So I get that question a lot and no joke, I swear. So I had like, so when I first got my business license, I was like homemade catering, but I spelled made M-A-I-D and my logo was a little like French made. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I was like, best uniforms be- <laughs> that would have been. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. When? Yes, exactly. Um, and then I was like, this like sweet trend. Like I, I just, I was like, I was looking for something to stick, right? So I was right. just obsessively thinking and like, you know. Um, and then I'm no joke. In the middle of the night, one night, I woke up and I was like, sweet tooth fairy. So I like went and like, you know, got online and I'm right. looking at everything and I trademarked it on legal zoom that night <laughs> in 2006. Cause I was like, how has no one, wow. how has no one used that name before? You know? Right. Um, so yeah. So for like three years under sweet tooth fairy in my home, in my kitchen basement across from Kiwanis park in Provo, I just did, did everything. And then, on yeah, January 29th of 2009, we opened so the cool. first store. Wow, Isn't that crazy? So the East Bay one was the first one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, now there's a um, it's a t- uh, is it TJ Maxx or there's so, like they totally re. Like, I was gonna say I have not been down there for ever. ever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't go south of the train tracks. Yeah, ew. <laughs> Gross. Sick. <laughs> so when did Cupcake Wars come about? <clears throat> and, so, and how did that happen? Okay, so one of our, actually one of our customers reached out to two Cupcake Wars. For you. They And they said, hey, um, yeah. So, so one of my... I'm giving to it's it doesn't matter anyway. I'm like <laughs> how bad going too detailed. Detail do you want me? Right. Anyway, they reached out to me. Okay. And they said, "Hey, you know, we just, you know, came across your company." Well, but before then, while I was still at home, one of the things that I think kind of like helped catapult us was I got an email from Rachel Ray's show. Okay. And it was like, "Hey, um, we have this feature called the snack of the day where, you know, part of like the requirements is that you're just like a small kind of independently owned business, right. you know, and, you know, I opened it. And I, I thought it was like one of those, you know, you have a million dollars, you know, like, okay, <laughs> sure. You know, anyway, Scam. yeah. Um, but no, sure enough, it was, it was wow. Rachel, it was, it was Rachel Ray's people. And so, so we did all of that and in our basement kitchen, we wow. provided cake bites for, um, we sent like nine, I was like 900 or so packages out um, to her studio. So then we had this little segment and it was like the tiniest, littlest blip, right? Kind of during, right before one of the commercial breaks where right. she's like, oh, okay, you know, today's snack of the day. Isn't that so from. funny? It's like yeah. the st- most stressful week of your life probably. Or yeah. Like shipping all this, this mat- and it's just like 30 seconds. Yeah. So like, did you yeah. go on the show then? No. So we just shipped all okay. of our stuff Got onto it. the show. Um, what kind of stuff were you so, making? So as you were getting started, like. Yeah. So cookies. So primarily actually everything but cupcakes. No really? joke. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I was doing a lot of um, gift baskets. Mm-hmm. I did a ton of cakes. My husband, Ethan, we'll have to have him back sometime because he's so fun. But um, he's actually super artistic and like can sculpt. So we would do like a ton of fondant cakes together. Wow. Okay. Um, that was kind of right when Ace of Cakes was popping, you know, with right. Duff Goldman. And so people would be like, oh, can you make this, you know, 3D snake say, cake? You guys were kind of ahead and, of the curve. Yeah. I mean, thanks. I mean, I really. <laughs> and you're probably part of the reason so, why like baking just started 
I mean, barbecue, it was kind of the same thing around yeah. 2009, 2010. Yeah. Like that's one of the other popular things that, right. that the Food Network started latching on to. Yeah, totally. Baking was the same. And so, totally, totally. It's awesome. Yeah, so um, so yeah, so we would do... We would Basically do, everything do, but cupcakes almost. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, I had, had recipes and stuff, sure. but it just wasn't... We were doing so many cakes yeah. that I was... Was it just like, you baking still? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I mean how like how much I, would you bake in a day? Oh, I mean that's hard to quantify because it just was more like a time thing. <laughs> it was right, more right. just like forever. <laughs> all day. You couldn't really count it because it just kept going. Well, so what happened though? So we opened our store January, like two months later, and my husband, you know, I'm pull I we have our two little kids. I'm the the main Baker, yep. you know, we had converted one of the um, little closets that they had there to a, a makeshift little playroom little for the kids. Okay. Yeah. Threw down some carpet, put in a TV and just toys. Right. That's so yeah. it was like, cool. so they were like raised, you know, in the right. bakery. Um, so Probably Ethan would. Sugar to shut them up. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> right? Don't talk to me. Just watch your screen like and just, eat some sugar. <laughs> we padded the walls after a year in. Yeah. Because we gave him too much sugar. <laughs> so, um, and so he, so he would get us there in the morning. He'd kind of help get us set up. He'd go to work. Yeah. He'd come back. He'd help with dishes. Like it was just all inclusive. I love know? how nonchalant everything is. Like just how like, but it, there's so much, it's such a cool story. I mean, even going all the way back to selling cookies to Hilton, like yeah. it, it's so cool that all of that shaped kind of the inevitable, right? Like uh, even working in Washington, DC, yeah. like how the freak that, like what a detour, but yeah, totally. I mean, what a really, probably a very important part of the detour, just cause I'm sure you learned how much you could handle yeah right yeah. and how to like not go insane kind of like a barometer that's yes. got to be such a crazy world and yeah. then if you can handle an election you can handle anything for real <laughs> <laughs> and, and i mean but then just you're talking about getting the store and being smart enough to ask for some demographic info and just doing everything right and then still being a full-time mom and a full-time entrepreneur and just figuring it <laughs> out so, well, you, you know just, what i mean well yeah. i think it's important because that's the whole point of the podcast right is yeah. to just show like if there's a will there's a you know when there's a will there's a way yeah and when anyone starts sure. nobody knows what they're doing nobody no knows no one knows no. what they're doing no like absolutely not but people get so scared that their business plan isn't just right or they don't have this or they don't have that and it's like just do something yeah how many people probably think that they have like i can't start the business because i can't afford daycare uh, yeah well, guess what? You yeah. know what I mean? Like paint a little child prison. Yeah. And you're, you know, <laughs> yes. convert a little closet into into the padded yeah. room, right? Yeah. And I mean, they probably love it. And what a cool memory. And what a cool part mm -hmm. of the story. Yeah. You know? Because it, it is the epitome of, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And yeah, you did it. And you just thought it was so normal. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and, you know, my, so my dad, he plays a big part of my life, you know, but he was the one he's the best, but he was just like, you know, he was an entrepreneur himself. He was a genius. He did such a broad variety of things. Like I'll give you just kind of a spectrum. Okay. So he would essentially design, um, like laser tag vests for 
Whoa. <laughs> laser tag vests for like family fun centers. Yeah. Right. And Bullwinkles. Yes. Remember that? Yes. That's right. Yes. Holy and, crap. Yeah. And would have like contracts with them to um, like to sell them, but then also to if they, you know, if they needed to work on it or whatever, like all the way, all the way across to like getting a, a grant from the government to build a, an emergency relief pond on a Native American reservation. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, sure, so those like, are super, so, super related. Why not? Super. Like, I'll be back tomorrow. I gotta finish my laser tag. Yeah. yeah but yeah, well. Uh, okay, so he was, and he was just like, you, it, nothing, nothing was like you could overcome anything. You could do or, like, anything. Could do anything. Right. Positive, just like okay, well, but also like, it's your bed. You're gonna make your own bed. You're gonna lay in it. Yeah. Right. So like, don't come at me with. You know, I'm asking for all this stuff. Just, you know, you figure got, it out. Figure it out. You yeah. got to do it. Right. So he, um, so I just kind of had that, that mindset of like, okay, well today I'm going to open bakery and <laughs> wow. we're going to see how it goes and we'll, we'll just kind of make it work. And, you know, and so, um, so after we opened, you know, a couple months later, my husband calls me and is like, so our whole department just got laid off. Jeez. And that was right. It was right when the real estate market just went to the tank. Yeah. And he was working for a company that was directly tied to the housing industry. And so, so here we were, right? We had our, our little store and our little kids and I had found out I was pregnant with our third and we were like, okay, well I sure as heck hope we can sell a lot of treats because I had just gone from like this cush ish, like federal, oh, sure. you know, with your great insurance and, and, and Bennett. Yeah. And then he was working for this fancy pants, you know, up and coming tech company. And then just like we and had it's all gone. nothing yeah. except some flour and some sugar and you know, some butter. So, um, so how long after that did Cupcake Wars contact you? Like, so it was a couple years. Okay, it had been a couple years after that. Yeah, got it. So, um, yeah, we had had a customer who had, just, and it was like so popular, you know, at that time, and who had reached out and just like, hey. So they reached out to me, and you know, you had to put together a um, like a you have to pat you have to have an interview, and then if they like you enough, then right. you have to put together a video. Mm -hmm. Then if they like your video, then they ha you have like one more level of like. As if you didn't have you know. enough time already, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to make all this stuff. I know. How yeah. long was that process? Like from when they first was, called you uh, to where to you when found we, like, out that you actually went on? on? Oh, it was, a, it was a few months. Okay. I would say it was a few months. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, and by that time we had, you know, we had our Provo store. We had opened up another one. Um, and so, but you know, with exposure like that, you know, For it's sure. just kind of like instantly. Well, and what was kind of know? driving business up to that point? I mean, do you remember doing anything that kind of helped? Yeah. So guys up? yeah. So, okay. So the whole Rachel Ray thing. Okay. So when I was to your point about the political stuff being part of the story. So I was the youngest one in the congressional office out wow. here in the district. So anything techie. Like even remotely techie, like my how phone's do, not working. The how, printer's offline. How do I like? <laughs> how do I get into my email? Damn it! <laughs> how do I use the copier techie? Like and Megan, <laughs> yes, Megan, just anything, right? So and I just was like, uh, I'll figure it out. Okay, so then I learned 
I was in charge of the website. Then I was in charge of, I like, it's laughable now, but like I was technically like the IT person in, in the office, like on my business card, right? You know, I'm like, I know nothing. I just know like some hacks and I can get this figured out. You but turn it off and turn it on. Turn it off. And then it works. Yes. Yeah. Unplug it, plug it back can in. You, it'll be perfect. Yeah. You can't tell them your secret. I because know, they, you're right. They, <laughs> I agree. Um, but so then I was like, I was online and I was learning Dreamweaver, you know, right. so before content management system, I was figuring out, I was playing around in Photoshop. Like I was doing all this stuff. Well, um, this is kind of when Twitter started to be born. Facebook was around, but it was, it was just, you couldn't even have it if you didn't have a school email address. Uh-huh. This was back in the right. day. Right. Right. I was like, dang it. I don't go to BYU anymore. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> anyway, no, but so I, I was kind of submerged into all of that stuff. Well, then I had um, just people here locally in Utah who were bloggers and they were jumping on Twitter and they were having Twitter parties where they would like all get together and they would discuss, you know, all the things. And, um, and so the Rachel Ray folks, they had actually read, um, they had read a review of one of our treats because we rewind at the very beginning, like, I, there were blogs that I would read and be like, hey, such a big fan. Like, I didn't say it this way, but like my love language, my love language is to like share some treats, send me your address and I'll ship you some. Right. So I would, I shipped her some treats and she re- wrote this review and I was like, oh my gosh, So you were playing the influencer game before it was normal, before, like, before it was, it was a thing. A thing. Um, and so that's where the Rachel Ray thing came about. So then- and you know, Utah, it's just, it's an anomaly for so many reasons, but like there's so many successful right. bloggers here and influencers. And so it just kind of snowballed. And I was like, I wasn't, I never considered myself like part of that because I was like, I don't have an active blog. I'm not like actively right. yeah. tweeting or like networking. I was just like, oh, you guys are going to have a party. Like, can I just like slip in some like treats there just because. I love the theme you're going with and I think I can make a really cute cake. You know, like right. I wasn't thinking of it in yeah, terms sure. of, of that. I just was, you know, Same second nature to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you were online so, well before online was a thing. Yeah. So you're in participating in all of that, which, you know, then you get more, you know, what's it? Publicity, publicity, right? Rachel Ray kind of exposure comes in. Yeah. Right. Well, and before, so there was like, before we opened the store, before Cupcake Wars, there were the two kind of like monumental things. Um, one of them was, that was Rachel Ray. And then shortly after, like shortly, shortly after we actually opened, I'd kind of already been like in communication with this person, but it was someone from Disney. Wow. Okay. And did they reached out and they said, hey, we're doing this premiere in Hollywood of this movie it's G-Force. <laughs> Do you remember G-Force? I don't. No. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, there's, probably, there's probably a reason. Man. No, so it was. it's this movie about, like, secret spy, like, gerbils. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. The gerbil force. Yeah, the gerbil force, I yeah. No, so, anyway... Um, but they were like, we would, we think you would be like an awesome fit to, to come and, and cater this event. How crazy. Right? So we're, 
so I again similar experience with it like feeling like it's a Nigerian prince email <laughs> and I'm like going back and forth with this sweet woman Eileen who I'm still in touch with and I've done lots of events with her since then but she didn't realize that we were in Utah right I had already been like okay 1200 mini cupcakes to Hollywood I okay yeah I can do that my mom lives in Costa Mesa I'll bake them we'll go so I had this whole plan already of like we'll bake them we'll get them down there same day we'll frost them on site you know we can make this work yeah we have somewhere to stay we can it's a quick turnaround and so I'd made these plans she was like okay I didn't realize like you were not local I can't believe I overlooked that you know I was like no 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 we <laughs> got good. this we're fine like, we have a store in Costa Mesa <laughs> yeah yeah exactly so so that was really helpful because from from then you know and I'm just like I think I'm just like delusional enough to just say yes to all these opportunities right and with my dad's kind of like you can do anything just realize what you're getting yourself into um you know you're the you're the master of your own destiny but like um you know I just was like okay like we'll 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 just do it right and so from we you know I just a few years three years ago I did the Thor Ragnarok premiere wow. and it was like really the, yes it was like that's my the, favorite, favorite one that's is one it really for a minute right? yeah yeah <laughs> oh i love that too so much yeah we did an iron man one so i got to like you know i got to hang out with some <clears throat> really cool people eileen did you meet thor i i did not meet and talk to him but i was from here to me with oh, him talking you. about like just like Should've touched him very casually talking about things I, yeah i just, I just casually kind of her did most well, no. quality <laughs> one of if, the biggest premieres uh, in hollywood but just the marvel this is what was so crazy is she so eileen she's so sweet but she was like okay so here's the thing like this this is not the like, this is like the premiere for friends and family right, and like, right. ca- and um, like people who worked on the show, Yeah, you know? So she's like, so you're going to see all the people. And if you want to talk to them, she's like, just talk to them. She's like, don't be weird. And she's <laughs> right. like, but you have to realize it is a fine line. The right? people who are here, they, they are all like, no one here is going to be like, would need to be like, Hey, you know, Mark Ruffalo, can I take a selfie with you? No one's impressed be- because they're all friends and family. Yes, exactly. You know, so they're all like, just I think like, I played, I think I played it. Right. Cool. I was just like, Oh, Hey, Jermaine Clements. I <laughs> 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 uh, really liked you in, you know, flight of the Concords and, <laughs> and, and Moana and oh all the gosh. everything. I, I love flight of the Concords so much. I know it's too good. So anyway, so there have been, obviously like just with life and so many things like you say yes to an opportunity and it opens up just like yeah, so many for sure. so many more doors you know so what was the cupcake worth so, like oh it was ask, like can i ask one really quick question because i think no no can't sorry real yes. fast i so i've been in a 20-year fight with people about donuts mm. no you can't find better donuts than in california a hundred percent. Right? Absolutely. So I was going to ask Jax. you with your bake. So Jax is awesome. See, okay. But you know how down Jax there you all have your own little like. Different one, no. You all have your own little, you know, we all have our own little like neighborhood yeah. donut shop. Yeah. They're all owned by Vietnamese people. Absolutely. Like ours was Day's Donuts. But hey, yeah. I've always wondered, there's got to be a huge difference in your product between baking at sea level. Oh, yeah. And baking here. Like how do you, yeah. adjust, how did you adjust for that? Oh, or is there a big just, uh, adjustment? There, no, there, uh, there is. There absolutely is. And 
and a few times on cupcake wars i think i lost that adjustment a little really? bit well um there's barbecue so, there's a huge difference there's so many variables right you know what i'm saying well humidity like, more oxygen in the air like your oven's got to be oven all of it right all of it so it's it's so it's so tricky in fact you know See, i've always you, been so impressed with your stuff because not just because it's awesome but it's awesome here oh which sweet. that's the thing like it's a dry heat it's a dry heat <laughs> But altitude and and yeah. dry, you know, I cooked in Austin, Texas, and you don't have to have, have steam warmers right. and all these other things to, right. you know, keep things moist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But so I wondered, I would imagine with baking, that is an even greater yes, it's true difference yeah, than it's with tricky. barbecue. It is. So how do you, do, do you factor l- that in? Like when you're doing this Disney catering job or? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. There's well, and with that specific one, we baked them here and then we took them there. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of dry ice happening in the back of our car. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Anyway, uh, I just wondered if there was an obvious thing that you have to do between a place like California and here, where there's five thousand in between, you know, feet in between. Yeah. Well, and what it what it does. There. Well, but like, but I mean. Even the di- the recipes are so different, right? Like a batter is so different than a dough, right? You know what I mean? A frosting versus sure. like, and so sure there's all the same th- <laughs> sugar, <laughs> sugar. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it it. Uh, in fact, like I would go when when we would go to Cupcake Wars, like I would go to my mom's house, right? Because you kind of go practice there. Just go preloaded with like, right. okay, I know I have a, I know a well, decent yeah, vanilla know recipe, it. you know, so. And many a night up to the wee hours, just like, uh. <laughs> so how many times did you have you know? to bake for Cupcake Wars then? So I was on it four times. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So four times. <laughs> so it was four times. Four times. Four. So she was on it four. So four times. So four. <laughs> okay. How, I mean, what was the so, process? Like how much time was in between? Like as so, you kept winning, advancing to different rounds. So they, so, um, I'm trying to think. Cause your original question was what was Club Cake Wars like? Yeah. And I was about to say it was like an election year in one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All bad. Um, there's, there, there's so many, variables that you're not used to right you're like okay i've just come from like you know my 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 livelihood is baking all day so like this probably can't be too far of a stretch you know um but you know i quickly realized okay i'm not in my own kitchen it's not my own equipment I, I have a sweet spot for my oven that has, you know, that I know the exactly. top, right, like what we were talking about, like, yep. you know, it so intimately. And then all of a sudden you don't know anything, right? Ingredients. I'm like, Hey, uh, the butter here is going to be the cream cheese might have a different moisture. Con- like, I don't know. I don't know. Plus you know, any of the things. control over your finished product either. Cause it's right. like, we're going to take it to take pictures now. Yes. You'll yes. see it. We're going to eat it in two hours. And you're yeah. like, wait, what? It's going to suck in two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's going to dry out. And it- yeah. So there was a lot, there were a lot of just like, you know, but my thing is like, I, and I, I, I keep going back to my dad and I'll loop this all in at one point, but like my dad never took himself too seriously. Right. And as a little kid, like he would always say to us, like, to, <laughs> he'd be like, you're unique, just like everybody else. 
you know yeah. so, so, so really that's cool awesome thing. wow you know so like you're unique just like everybody huh. else so in some way it's like you're special but like so is everyone so is everyone you know um and so I just kind of like that's not true with, <laughs> I'm just <kidding>. <laughs> you're the most special um yeah, I just like went into it with like, okay, what's the worst that could come from this? Like exposure on, you know, on Food Network, not bad, not right? Not bad at all. Yeah. Um, and so it was, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. I think that's a really important, I mean, yeah. that quote's really cool. Yeah. But it is true. Like, don't take yourself very seriously. I mean, you could very well take yourself really seriously based on your resume uh, right no i couldn't but that's but it's funny though. like i always find it so refreshing to meet successful people where it's like some of the stuff we were talking about within five minutes yeah you know it's like we've all known each other for a long time yeah, yeah. and that's such a cool thing and i think yeah. so many people assume something different about people in your position you know that have done all these cool things and it's like hey they're just normal people too and yeah I'm just the hired it, help. It, 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 <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it's kind of true, I'm right? I'm serious. Right? It is not a glamorous... A lot of times, it's not very glamorous to be no, the well, owner. No, well, I swear, and people... Thank you, by the way. I think yeah. you... I, th I think that was... It was a I very... Was, it was, was totally a compliment. compliment. And I wasn't even done. <laughs> no, oh, But you sorry. can finish it. Keep you going. Can, no, no, no. I mean, just stop it some more. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me well, I'm good. the thing I like most about this type of thing, and we see it a lot in here on the podcast, mm -hmm. is just reminding people that you can do it like you can Absolutely. do it too yeah it, it doesn't matter if you don't have any money it doesn't matter yeah. if you think you don't have time if if there's a will there's a way yeah. it's, like and don, it, it's like if don can do it you can do it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what you you know it, it, and so and it's it that's i i would imagine not imagine i think that's one of the biggest things that we want to accomplish with the podcast yeah. is helping people take that first step to kind of fulfill yeah. their dreams and so absolutely people like you are so accessible and so willing to help but man it's so cool to hear the story and the way you tell it it's almost like you don't realize how much of your life was leading up to totally sweet tooth fairy it yeah. was like almost not laid out for you like here take you know <laughs> yeah here it is but looking back everything it's really benefited the end game yeah. like you you brought tools from so many different areas totally and all along you thought you were just on the ride right yeah you just were yeah. just living yeah for but sure. it's so cool to piece it all together in the end and just kind of see yeah why that all oh totally well and that that like kind of goes to my dad right so you know because people are always like well what's your why you know you got it and i and, I, and when people you know when i've talked with people about like a podcast or even just someone that's like wanting to start a business, you know, whatever. It's like, you have to understand and know why you're doing something. Right. Okay. So I, I can very surely say that I didn't know why I was doing it. Um, until the day actually kind of really to the day that we opened our store. So, and I'll come back to that. And if I get a little emo, <laughs> Just forget. <laughs> but so my dad was like the best person in the world. Okay. And he was all about like, he's super outdoorsy, loved to fish, loved to hunt, loved to just go to the beach and, you know, roast hot dogs down. <clears throat> it, it, just 
he was just so fun. He because he was an entrepreneur, you know, your f- schedule is a little bit more flexible than right. it is like, you know, being gone from, you know, nine to six or whatever. So he was around here and there, you know, he was, he's just so great. So when we were little, I remember I had cousins in Irvine and, um, they're my favorite, still super close with them. Um, and what, there was this one instance that like sticks out in my mind where dad, he wanted to go, he wanted to do something like as our like nuclear kind of family. And my cousin, we kind of had this group of people from like different areas, like kind of Newport Irvine that, and everyone was kind of like hanging out. And I was like, the FOMO is real, you know, (laughs) like I wanted to be with this group. And so it was kind of this, what this conversation that we kind of had in passing. And he was like, you know, I'm like, I want to like go to the mall and like do that. You know, I'd be with my friends and my people. And he said to me, like, make like he kind of just like looked at me and like the only way that your dad can look at you is like we're makers of memories that's what we do you know and I you know kind of adolescent teeny bopper I'm like I want to go to Aunt Anne's and get a pretzel go to wet seal (laughs) with my cousins and my friends (laughs) I don't want to make memories with my family thank you very much no and so but that always like stuck with me right so then just it's kind of always been peppered throughout my experience you know um and so when I was 24 my my sweet cousin uh called me and I actually was on a business retreat at Pablo Creek Canyon golfing I'm not a golfer <laughs> and I something felt off something felt so off and so weird I actually borrowed one of my coworkers cars and came home I was just like I don't I just today's weird I went to my house I just like laid on my bed you know turned off my Nokia phone (laughs) and um just laying there well people kept calling me I was like what is going on I'm tired anyway my my cousin and she was just going through a bad breakup I'm like oh she's probably like calling to tell me about her and they're not together and like whatever I just didn't have any energy to like deal with anything well she called me she was just sobbing on the other line and she's like I'm so sorry about your dad I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I hadn't I was like he had just been there three nights but like three nights before he'd come to Utah left his dog he went on a boys trip down the Paiute Trail out in Richfield and he died just gonzo um and so you know when you're like when you get that call and you're 20 something year old you're not prepared. No one's. Pre- no one is prepared for a phone call to be like, "Oh, your hero, who you saw and were eating, you know, Alberto's taquitos with three nights ago, is now gone." So, um, you know, so so from then on, like, you know, you want you have all the questions and you kind of wonder and there's a ton of reflection and you're trying to figure yourself out and figure everything, everything else out. And I never. I just. I always felt like he left us and he taught us with what is like most important when he's telling me when I'm a teeny bopper, like probably sassy pants brat face, (laughs) like we're makers of memories. Like that's what we do. Right. I'm like, he was preparing me, you know, for this moment and these times in my life where 
guess what? That's all you have at the end of the day. That's right. all we're left with at the end of the day is like those moments, those memories, that time, those like, just like the nuggets of wisdom that you get from people that you spend time with, that you love and that you choose to make those memories with. Right. So when, so fast forward and when we were opening Sweet Tooth Fairy, I had this like, it's like out of a movie, right? You know where the sound closes in and <laughs> people are like moving in slow motion. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, like, you know, cause I'm sitting here and I'm seeing like people that are supporting me, you know, close family and friends, but just people in the community and whether it was like, you know, a, a couple or a mom and a daughter or, um, you know, just people coming, coming to the store having a moment, making a memory, eating something delicious. Like it, it reminded me of when, when I was little and I'd go to the, the barber with my mom and my brothers and they'd get a gumball. Like you re- right. like we were talking about yeah. earlier food. There's like this, an association of like, you're not like, oh my gosh, that was the best gumball ever. <laughs> but you're like, I remember going remember to the, it. I remember being with my people and having this experience. And I remember the way that then the barber pole turned. And I like, it's such a vivid, such a, like a vivid feeling and like emotional response, you know, that you get. And so I was sitting there and I was just watching all these people come in and I was like, I think that's what I'm doing. Like I, you know, I, you know, my, my mom obviously taught me so much just about like the artistry of baking and cooking, you know, and she and my dad, just their, the nature of their relationship and how they were on the same team and they didn't keep score. And it was just like supporting each other to do what they, you know, their interests and what they wanted to do. Um, you know, I'm like, I, and, and, and with my dad, just like reminding me like, this is what's important. Like people, and moments and memories, like that's what matters, right? right? So then, I mean, that that was, I have lots of takeaways from my, you know, short amount of time I feel like I had with him, but like that's that's why Sweet Tooth Fairy is, is what it is, right? Because, you know, even though now so much has changed, right? And like we've opened stores, we've closed stores, we've moved stores, we've consolidated, right. like, like it's all about, celebrating those special moments and and those moments are are the people right well, and so yeah. it's cool because you get to participate in everybody's moments yes right by you making that cake or the cupcake you're participating in their memories that Ab- they're making absolutely you know and you know that you're helping so that's pretty cool yeah that's like that's the warm and fuzzy answer right, right. that we you know the fact that we're at all the weddings and the baby blessings and the birthdays and you know, the promotions or the funerals, the, the, whatever it is, it's like, there's a little slice, a little piece, like a little nugget of sweet tooth fairy there with you. And like, for me and my experience and, you know, going through what we've gone through in all the areas, like that's, what's most important. That's, what's most important to me. And like just making people feel like special and right. remembered and and thought of, right? Like I I actually kind of had this this moment um a couple weeks ago with our good friends. We were over there chatting with them and like so the quote about like you're unique just like everyone else, right? right? Um 
and in some on the one hand you could be like well yeah that just means that like you're special and then on the other hand you're kind of like well, wait a minute that could also kind of maybe feel like you're not special right you know and then i'm going like did i feel special growing like did i feel special and i don't think i i felt loved and secured and like I knew I could do anything and I had the confidence to do it, but I don't think I ever, I mean, I'm sure at some point I did, but just, you know, my kind of rewriting history and like merging all my experiences. I was like, I don't remember feeling like, oh my gosh, like, wow, you know? <laughs> right. And so for me, like when I do all these, like, cause I just do all those cakes that we were chatting about before and stuff too. Like that's just on the side. That's me. That's like my creative like energy aside from like running the business and dealing with, you know, P and L's and, you know, right. employee, I, I say dealing with employees. They're wonderful. But I just mean like all the nuances, not all the people not always. showing up. Yeah. Not always. <laughs> but like, we can be things. honest here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a safe space. Yeah. It like goes back to, it's like therapeutic for me to right. just go back to the, like, Oh, this is the art. Now it's the artistry part of it. Right. We're like, okay, I love this person so much. What do I know about this person? Or like, tell me your favorite things. And then I just can kind of channel them and like make a cake. And it's just part of me being like, you are so special. Like you are thought of, you are heard of, you know, like, and my love language just all kind of morphed in into one. Well, and in return, thing. it makes you feel special. Yes. Right? And that's one yeah. of the things, like, I think that's a very healthy thing to talk about because it's, it's still the thing that, you know, I don't go in the dining room much anymore just because I'm a, a gab. And if I go out there, I'll be stuck for three, four yep. hours. But there's still nothing better than seeing somebody just like, you know, if you're behind the counter working, you look out and someone bites into a rib or something and you just kind of see them sit back. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> like the food. Yeah. It's the greatest. Yes. It's like a drug almost. And, and it, you know, you've, you had done that for so long and it's such a positive like why why wouldn't you want to turn that into a business like yeah. not only like do i feel special and feel like i'm good at something but i get to watch what yeah, like my even hard more work so, make other people happy yes at the even same time. yes it's like even more so than that it's like okay yay like right. all these well and then providing feel. jobs for people which yeah. is another i don't think anybody ever starts a business going or even maybe realizing how cool that feels too. Yeah. Yeah. Until totally. you know you're going, but it's Yeah. You know, it's risk and reward. I mean, that's that's probably the biggest difference between an entrepreneur and somebody that just, you know, works a I don't know, a normal job. I don't know how to mm -hmm. say it, but it's a lot of risk. Yeah. But if you're willing to put in the work, it, there's a lot of reward too. Yeah. And it's a really, really cool thing. Cause obviously, I mean, what a cool legacy to your dad. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like that is a legacy, right? Yeah. He's and I mean, and it's yours, but based on what you just told us, so much of it seems to stem from what he taught you and yeah. shared with you. And, and you're right. Like food, how, how often do we relate food or remember Always. Or remember an event because of the food. Or yeah. you go on a vacation, you remember like where you ate for sure yeah. on that trip, right? Mm -hmm. There's always just that connection with it. Yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> and now I'm starving. I want to eat so bad right now. 
It's hey, probably good she didn't bring in the cup. I know of a really good barbecue joint. Oh, <laughs> seriously. I actually feel like barbecue today, which is kind of rare for me. But, but yeah, and I mean, and you've met so many cool people and seen... You're so nice. We could have another for episode. What, for what you've done, like, oh, nice. you could really be an a hole <laughs> if you wanted to be. Like, you you are a baller. What? Uh, no. I mean, you are. No, you're so. It makes me like no. you even more. Like, you're just, you seem Very so. Nice of you. Just kind and humble, and you've accomplished a lot of really cool things. It's really so. Cool. Well, and you do a lot of cool stuff because a lot of our friends are. Right. They've always talked, oh, yeah, and then she brought this and she did this super under the radar not looking for any publicity notoriety you know mm-hmm. and it's super cool that there's always like it's funny most of the guests there's when something bad has happened your name has come up mm-hmm. you know that you've shown up you've been there you've done something for it so it's that's a going back to a legacy like that's a pretty cool thing to have mm-hmm. so i bet your no, pops no. is a pretty awesome guy coolest and you know Paiute Trail is a pretty awesome place. Like I'm sure that's what I'm saying. I hope yeah. that doesn't seem no, it's but, not. You know, he was obviously there with people he cared about, totally. and you know, maybe that's one positive because we we never know when that day comes. But no, we the the crazy thing too is like so our oldest son. So like about a year, a couple, two years after he passed away, we had our first boy, and Ethan and I were. Ethan and I were married when our first boy was born. <laughs> Ethan and I were not married when he when when my dad passed away. Right. So when I, I Ethan and I dated for like two years. When I met Eth, he had just lost his best friend, like his brother, wow. like to suicide. Ugh. So for like a year, right? He's grieving, and I don't know. I I, I had just met him, right? Um, so that navigating all of that together almost exactly a year later my dad unexpectedly passes away wow right so then and then almost a year exactly later we get married and then almost a year later our oldest is born well he's a NICU baby he's in the NICU when um he's fine now but they have like they basically have like a mix and mingle for the NICU parents um at here at Utah Valley and um the craziest thing when we were, we were there visiting, they have, they kind of have you go around and just say like, where you're from. Um, and one of the couples there was from Richfield. Right. So after, you know, we're eating our little like, you know, cookie from Smith's and our apple juice that they like pass around. And, um, so my, and my mom was there with me cause she had flown in from California just to be there. And so we went up and we're talking with them and I kid you not, he was an EMT that carried my dad down the mountain. Holy crap. What? So, yeah. So we had that close there were, cause there were lots of questions, so many questions. Right. Um, and as we got to talking with him, you we were like, Oh, Richfield's a special place to us. Da, da, da. And he's, we're describing and we make the connection and we wow. were able to have like a really sacred, cool moment, you know, moment with him. And it just like, that's like the ultimate closure of totally. the event. Yes, for sure. Like the ending of one, the beginning of another, right? Like yeah. all of that stuff. Yeah. It was just, and, and that's, you know, a call it, call him what you want. God, higher power, whatever it is. Like that's where, that's where you're like, okay, I, I, I am special. And I feel like someone, someone else, something is, 
acutely aware of me and like my needs and um you know because like what are the what are the chances for you know Uh, i mean (laughs) yeah that's crazy yeah Yeah. and i mean to talk to somebody that was you know because i'm sure that when that happens i don't really have any experience with that but there's got to be a part of you that wishes that you were there oh or you know what i mean and so to get that yep first person point of view and to kind of fill in that gaping hole yeah mm-hmm. i mean for sure and that, what you just said is great like because i feel like we all kind of lean on what the bad things that happen to us mm-hmm. right like you hear about people like there's there's no way there can be a god because of this 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 and this and but then you do, you do you think of stuff like that where it's just it's like perspective he's looking out you for know? you and here's yeah. something to kind of comfort you and and ultimately that's why we're all here yeah right like we really all can, we all should be helping each other out. Totally. There's power in numbers, and the heavy, heavy majority of people are good, except when they're driving. <laughs> there's a lot of you that don't deserve to have driver's licenses, but. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, humans are good, and because of the media and everything else, we forget that. Yeah. We're, we're less connected. COVID's oh. been horrible for that too, and. Totally. It's amazing how much comfort we can get through our fellow man, right? Yeah. Even when we don't know him. Yeah. For and sure. so, yeah, you just got to be there for people. And yeah, from like Andrew was saying, we, I think everybody knows somebody that has gone through a hard thing and you guys were there to help mm-hmm. them out. And, nice. and it's funny, I, I love doing the same thing with the restaurant and you don't think anything big of it. Like when Betsy came in, Mike Sell, I don't know yeah. if you know the Mike Sell family, but yeah, they, just getting that reminder from her as they were going through surviving their plane crash, like how big of a deal. Cupcakes to oh, the yeah, floor. That was just one of the examples. That's right, yeah. right? Like her talking about just people bringing over dinner, like it made them feel so loved and supported and, you know, by small things, right? Yeah. And so, so true. What a cool story. And who doesn't get cheered up by sugar, especially <laughs> when an artist is handling the sugar <laughs> and using it? The Can proper I way. Officially, you officially called me an artist. You are an artist. That's oh, so nice. I mean, you were you worried about where the sprinkle was going <laughs> way before you were even in business, right? That's true. And that, that's, that's true. the thing, like in the baking world, you know, I feel like I'm really good at what I do, but I don't really look at it as art because it's not as cosmetic. Well, no, but I definitely is, care yeah. about it, but yes, you know, with baking, it's incredible what people are doing with cakes now yeah it's presentation is huge yeah and we do eat with our eyes right yeah for sure there's nothing better than when something looks crazy because how many times you look at a cake and it's this theme thing and it just looks crazy but then you bite into it and you're like oh this is nasty (laughs) all dry like all they cared about was what it looked like on the inside yeah (laughs) yeah there was no dry heat well it was dry but how much better is it when it's beautiful and then you bite into it and it, and it tastes even better than it looks. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you ship? Yeah. Anywhere? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, Sweet Tooth Fairy. Okay. So, we have our, our central warehouse and like our headquarters are in Bluffdale. We have a central kitchen there and we do all of our e-commerce out of there. Okay. So, we have... Um, so... So, yeah. So, we ship out of there, but okay. the individual locations don't ship got it and there are certain things we don't ship like we don't ship our cupcakes just because they would look so sad (laughs) i know (laughs) i have shipped cakes before um to like to my friends and 
and it works, it's just like it's expensive. To, totally, because right, Cause you ship it fast and the dry ice, Separate, and yeah. then it's just so. Um, but but yeah, no, we ship all over. We and so yeah, if you're not in over. Utah, you can get a bit of the sweet tooth fairy. Yeah, but for everyone around, go into the stores. Where are your yeah. stores at? So we have St. George, Orem, Bluffdale. Uh, Foothill, like Salt Lake City, and then Layton. Okay. Yeah. You pronounce Layton correctly. That's, oh, because you can T? tell you're from California. I, <laughs> I like know. that. It's not Layton. No, Lighten. my kids. It's Layton. So I. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is what's so funny. My kids, uh, like, so I've, I'm not. I I'm not exaggerating. The mountains here are. Yeah, mountains. But they're gorgeous. They they never cease. They're breathtaking. For sure. I just am like. We take it for granted for sure. Day I say to my kids. <gasps> Look at those mountains, right? And so when my kids were like, little, what are those? no, what are from the time I know my what kids mountains were are. Little, she is silent, mom. Everyone knows that. Time, anytime they say mount, the mountain, mountain, I go the what, and they're like the mountain. <laughs> my, thank you, sweetie. It's very obviously we found this beautiful creek up in the mountains. <laughs> Yeah. But, oh, it was so cold. Where was it? Layton. <laughs> Layton. Or Tremont. It's above Layton. <laughs> it was a real They're special day. They're both just openly real. mocking me real. right now. Real. Real. Was it for sale? Uh, yeah. It's, that's a, I love the double E. I it's I L L. It's like dill pickles. Like, what a deal. I hate what both a of deal. you guys right now. I'm from California, too. <laughs> I just know how to adapt to my surroundings, okay? Yes. It's I'm, funny. I've I never really noticed the Utah, like how the draw until recently. Like there are some very Utah specific, like Thanksgiving. <laughs> For like, the ink, everyone says the G at the end, <laughs> and you, like it's a very Utah Thanksgiving. Have you ever noticed that? Listen to somebody say anything with an ing at the end in Utah, and you'll hear the G. It I'm, often. I'm gonna make fun of you too. <laughs> We're not making fun. I've been made fun of like four times already. (laughs) So give me a break. Just kidding. Now that I know you better, it doesn't offend me. Yeah. Good. I would never. I know you would would. never hurt your. Well, thank you so much for coming. Seriously. This was so fun. And everyone go make yourself feel better. Make yourself feel better. Go make a memory and buy a cake, a cupcake. So I, I also just a little tiny little plug. So, a few years ago, I partnered with a local scrapbook company and have been helping like develop food. It's called food crafting. Okay. Wow. <laughs> food crafting products and stuff. So if you're not near a Sweet Tooth Fairy or um, if there's if you like to bake and stuff, I have like a, a line in Michael's like with sprinkles. Hold and- on, what? <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yeah. That's her new nickname. I know. Oh. Iron Man yeah, told me it's to not do it. MFB anymore. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Thor and Iron Man. Whatever. Like, hey, you should go into Michael's. So I was like, fine. I make these round cupcakes. It's the shape Stop. of Thor's <laughs> rear. Uh, it was very inspiring. And no. <laughs> so you can go into your local Michael's store and get some fun things and whip up. And what's it called again? Sweet Tooth Fairy by Megan Faulkner Brown. Oh, that's what it is in Michael's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just kind of you, like you, you, you give them the ingredients, they put them together. Yeah. So there, I mean, there's like a 
ton of sprinkles because I everything is better with sprinkles. Right. Even toast is better. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And there's like cupcake toppers and no stuff way. to decorate with cakes. There's mixes and that's really yeah, cool. There's a bunch of stuff. So. Well, yeah. go check it out. We need it. Yeah, I'm excited for 2.0. I feel like we <gasps> missed a lot. 2.0? We're going to have to do another one. Is that an official invitation to come back? Cause oh, you can I come accept. back whenever you want. I accept. But yeah, that was, I still feel <laughs> like we very it's quickly binding. reviewed, you know, it sounds like there's a lot more no. we in like there. We barely talked about the business at all. Oh. Right. Well, but I but it was so like fun. the business is her. It is. And that's, that's what, not, what I'm saying is like there's so much more oh, for to sure. be able to dive in. For sure. And we'll have you back with Eth. Yes. As you call him. Yes, Eth. He's the best. <laughs> so Ethan. Well, Ethan. I like yeah. Eth though. That's kind of cool. Here's the funny thing. When he was If you're serving- in Utah, it's Ethan. <laughs> Ethan. <laughs> when he was serving up at Sundance, he'd be like, It's so funny. Everyone will be like, you know, the the customers will be like, Oh, I have a nephew named Ethan. He's like, Yeah, are they five or younger? <laughs> Name me an Ethan that's like our age. They don't exist. It's true. <laughs> we have an Ethan nephew, but yeah. he's older. Oh. Twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, he's not quite your age, but, <laughs> but yeah, he's not quite as yeah. old. As, he's not as old as you. Not as old. Okay. Well, thanks for coming. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.